0: Sermon podcasts come to you from Christ Church Cathedral in the Anglican Diocese of Fredericton in Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada. This is a version of a sermon delivered by the Dean of Fredericton, Jeffrey Hall, on the second Sunday in Lent, February 25th, 2024, entitled Our Stand In. Listen to podcasts by visiting the Watch and Listen tab on our Website at ChristchurchCathedral.com. Search Christchurch Cathedral Fredericton podcasts on the web, or find us listed on TuneIn Radio, Apple, Google, Podchaser, or Spotify podcasts. Subscribe using your favorite Podcatcher. Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him, but turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. It's probably a significant understatement to say that of all the personalities we come across in the Gospels and the subsequent books of the New Testament, Peter is among the more notable. Based on the information in the biblical text alone, it would take considerable research and time to get to know Peter fully. These days, Peter would be one that we might describe as a character, for sure. His personality traits pronounced and various, often expressed in most extreme and over-the-top ways, expressions of total devotion as well as feeble denials. Among the first to be called as a disciple, you remember early on, Jesus renames him from Simon. To Peter, (coughs) Rock, a model of steadfast faithfulness and obedience. Henceforth, called Peter, he's still often referred to as Simon Peter. Peter is credited with being among the first to declare Jesus as Messiah and Christ, and to express his complete loyalty and love as well as being afforded the privilege of being one of the first to visit the empty tomb. Peter made his way back to the palace of the high priest after Jesus' arrest, and when accused of being with him, denies that he even knew him. There were other outstanding disciples, of course, but given the information we get from the Gospels, it's no surprise that Peter emerged as the leader of the Apostles and the founder of the community of the faithful that would become the Church. It's the incident that we read in Mark today that might draw our focus Good old Peter, at it again. Peter decides to pull Jesus aside to sternly recommend that he might tone down the negative talk just a little. After all, from a PR point of view, going around and telling people that you're on the way to the cross can't help one's popularity or credibility. In this time of Roman occupation the image of people carrying their cross was vivid. Everyone knew that a walk to the cross was the bitter end. People carrying their cross were on their way to certain supervised death. Crucifixion was the method of choice for the execution of those who just would not or could not conform to Roman authority. Troublemakers, deemed criminal, were crucified and it was the favored punishment precisely because it was public And among the most painful and horrifying ways to suffer and die. And that day, Mark tells us, Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. Peter surely meant no harm. Master, you are Messiah, he said. You are Christ, the one who has come to save the world. Peter's view was the same as all who were along for the walk with Jesus that day. But Mark says, right on point with what we know of Peter's way and his personality, that he rebuked Jesus. Well, it was considerate to take Jesus aside to do it. His intention was not to embarrass Jesus, after all, just help bring the Son of God to his senses rebuke is to express sharp stern disapproval reprove reprimand the dictionary says the word mark uses there is no accident Peter meant business the reaction unexpected Jesus rebuked Peter Get behind me, Satan. Satan. That's pretty harsh language for someone who just wants to see this whole thing come out on the right side. How could Jesus refer to the leader of his band of disciples as Satan? Peter was not unlike most, if not all, of his contemporaries and his colleagues. His mindset was the operational mold of his faith tradition. The mold was the one made here on earth as human minds spent centuries mixing the scriptures with their hopes, dreams, and understanding of God into the mold that produced their image of the coming Messiah. The Messiah was expected to be a political figure as much as anything. And in first century Palestine, that translated and came, translated and came to mean one who would free them from the tyranny of Roman occupation. God's vision is much bigger. Jesus' mission is much bigger. God's divine mold produced a product incompatible with the human idea. (coughs) Jesus calls the crowd's attention to himself so that he can help the whole group understand the consequences of the choices they have collectively made and now live by tell God your plans and see him laugh (coughs) might be too soft tell God what he must be and see him turn his back and call you the devil walking along with Jesus does not make you his follower. Denying all of your held convictions, rising up to a way of defeat symbolized by the cross and going after Jesus wherever he goes and whatever he does that's what does it. Talking about The grand ideas and having all the right answers doesn't fulfill it. Obeying his commands does. Christ has a mold of his own. Designed for anyone called by his name. Jesus takes full advantage of the teaching moment. And so he goes on to explain, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross. Those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. Those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will save it. Jesus turns his back on Peter. Just sit with that for a second. Petros in Greek, Cephas in the Aramaic, the rock in English, Peter. Jesus will have nothing to do with continuing a picture of success and salvation tied and rooted to anything in this world. So Peter is our stand-in in this story. Perhaps we can pray for no less than that it will be for us as it was for him. Christchurch Cathedral is located at the corner of Church and Brunswick Streets in Fredericton, New Brunswick. We're always pleased to welcome visitors and guests. For information on programs and worship times, visit christchurchcathedral.com. Send us a message by email at office at christchurchcathedral.com or contact the church office by phone Monday to Friday, 9 to 12 noon at 506-450-8500. We'd be pleased to have you visit.